I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they can be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. I want to take a moment um, to talk about other podcasts on the podcast because that's okay. what we do. Um, one, uh, I don't know if I want to talk about that subject matter on the podcast, so I'm not going to talk about last podcast on the left. Um, oh, I've been deep in audiobooks. I've been off the uh, podcast thing for a uh, little bit. Some, some bad shit happened at last podcast oh, on the left. God, you'll have to tell me or text yeah. me as I'm talking. <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later because I want to know. Someone's I, I, on a sabbatical because they were a piece of shit. Oh, um, I missed everything because book three of the King Killer Chronicles comes out this year. So I'm listening to books one and two again to prepare. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So the other podcast, though, that I listen to frequently, Behind the Bastards, yes. um, which we mentioned pretty often a on lot. this podcast. This podcast um, is just an ad for that podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This is this is just a Behind the Bastards cast where we just talk about Behind the Bastards episodes yeah. and offer commentary. Anywho, so... Uh, Shout he, out Robert Evans. <laughs> yeah, so Robert Evans just finished reading, uh, like, in... He finished reading the two Dilbert guys books, like yeah. the God, uh, the Religion War and God's Debris, yeah. um, which are terrible books. I just want you to know. Um, I think I think the like thing that makes everyone not be religious in the, the Religion War book is something along the lines of uh, something on something. Why do we fart or whatever? <laughs> like it was like a it's like a little joke, like about. Uh, God and farting and like if God matters or like whatever. He's it, been weird on Twitter, well for a while, but re- like it, it, it's, it's. I think Robert actually made a comment about it on his on on uh, replied to one of Scott Adams' tweets that like it seems like he's whole an old man holed up in his house doing cocaine, thinking the government's coming after him. Uh so he's going the. Uh, he is going the. Uh, what's the word route? Um, uh, McAfee. Yeah, but McAfee Except got I, on that, McAfee that actually, like that knockoff actually, stuff. Actually, McAfee actually probably did have people after him, so there was like a degree of like what <laughs> whatever for the foreign dog murders. Probably. <laughs> Anywho, um, the the phrase that causes everyone in the world to lose religion was, "If God's so smart, why do you fart?" <laughs> The, I, 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 okay. Yeah, it was very bad. Very, oh God, bad. I'm looking at his Twitter. Oh, and the, oh, and no. the recommendations that show up are oh, Tim Pool, James O'Keefe, and Tucker Carlson. Oh God, <laughs> uh, a simple yet catchy phrase that spreads throughout the world like a virus, thanks to an advanced computer worm named Giver of Data (GOD) launched by the GIC programmer shortly before his death, which unlocks everyone's phone and link them to an automatic translation system and disabled call billing. 
According to the story, once you heard it, you could never forget it. It was the phrase that finally captured the collective imaginations of ordinary people, causing them to reevaluate the basis of their notions of God. This ultimately led to the elimination of fundamentalist religion practices throughout the world, which in turn resulted in the end of the religion war. So um, if you haven't listened to those podcasts, uh, Scott Adams is a I'm-so-smart atheist. Um who is an atheist who who's an atheist in a way that's just I'm not religious anymore but I'm still going to be like religiously atheist the annoying kind yeah yeah <laughs> um like if you make it your whole thing usually you're you're a pain in the ass um and and when I say that I mean making atheism your whole thing right not skepticism even just atheism right if- uh, he gives off very much like starts a conversation with a stranger vibes. Like mm-hmm, don't. Mm-hmm. Well, but he can't talk. He couldn't talk for that long time. So, I mean, he starts conversations because, you know, he wants to be able to talk to people. Yeah. Just don't be whatever it is. Don't have a thing where, to where it becomes your thing to an extent where like you just bring it up. You initiate conversations with people that are just trying to live. <laughs> yeah. It's usually usually <laughs> once you get to that point, you're going too far. Um, unless it's like something like global warming, which I think is fine. That's like a legitimate existential threat. Um, anywho, so he mentioned something about being like terminally online. Yeah. Um, because Scott Adams himself is basically terminally online. Um, and, uh, they were talking about Goatsy. Okay, fun. Um, which made me think, Brandon, what is the... Like, you remember, like, the old-time internet and how there was, like, a bunch of shock images, right? And the, then, the, like... Uh, when E-Bomb's world was relevant era. Well, this is, this is like, rotten era shit. Yeah. Um, what, what is the, the worst one that pops into your head immediately when you think of that? Um, uh, like, the worst video that I saw when I was very video, young? Video, video image whatever what's the like what's the first one of those that pops into your wait head? a shock video or just like scarring? shock image or shock video <clears throat> the, a shock video is um i'm trying to think if i saw so there was because they all hit around the same time there's goatsy there was mm-hmm. um goatsy's not a video sorry not a video uh one guy one jar is one mm-hmm. um Meet, it's I think meat spin in one guy one jar or uh, Mr. Hands. I never saw Mr. Hands by the grace of uh, me being super cautious around links after meat spin. I saw um, a lot of Mr. Hands. I saw <laughs> there's listen. My computer had a virus at one point where my mom had to have the IT guy. Shout out to you, mom, and I probably Herman. If you were the same guy, probably a different guy. Whatever he had to come to fix my computer for like pizza and a six pack. And that's um, when I learned how to fix my computer because that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it like so full of internet porn that like it was a virus that like made your background basically all like dicks and then you just couldn't do anything to access. This is before I knew how to boot into safe mode and like <laughs> remove stuff on my own. That's hilarious. <laughs> and Anywho. also thinking back what makes it funnier is my mom at the time very like um <clears throat> excuse me like a like a very conservative like 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 type of uh um mother and then having to like 
come to the point. I find this funny now is I know that she had to come to the point where she had to describe that to another person. And that was probably the darkest period of her life at that point. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny to me. I'm just, I'm imagining your mom describing like, so there's just a bunch of penises. Like, listen, I have to keep this professional. I'd like you to do something for y'all outside of work to help me. It's going to involve a lot of cocks. Yeah, like a lot of them. Like, like oh, uh, Pain Olympics. I don't know if that falls under shock videos. Well, Pain Olympics. Pain Olympics counts. So my my like immediate thought, like the visceral thought that I get, yeah, is Tub Girl. Ah, yeah, Tub Girl. That's a fun one. Which is that's, that's like the like that is a fun entry level. I wouldn't even call no because I think I think Tub Girl is more memorable than any of the other ones you mentioned. That was a fun one. That yeah, like Tub Girl was a like, fun one. I, I am going to like Robert Evans made a point where it's like even if you're not a visual learner, that image just immediately popped into your head. Shouts out to Tub Girl. I mean, if if I ever become hyper rich, I do want to have like a large fountain on the entrance to my property. Oh no. <laughs> It's a water fountain, and he can throw pennies and shit. Or if I open a mall where it's just like things. Oh, now let's not let's let's not use shit when describing the tub girl fountain. (laughs) I'll get little yellow plastic balls to put in the 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 water pump, so it's kind of cornish. It'd be it'd be so. It wasn't corny. It was it was it wasn't no. It was just liquid, just liquid. Um. Anywho, this is this is probably completely terrible for everyone. Um, sorry, uh, but the other thing that I remember was um, meat spin. You and you and uh, and then leak spin the safer work version. Leak, of meat leak spin, spin was the yep. I liked leak spin better because it was just Orihime spinning a leak while uh, uh, like Yevin Pocus played in the background. Um, but you. <laughs> You and uh, you and our one friend put meat spin on fucking everything. Everything, constantly. Everything. In the, you, there, you. If I ever sent anyone any link, you had. It was to, probably meat spin. You had to inspect it beforehand. Yeah, it was. It was very. It was. It was a harrowing time to be alive. Ah, the um, good old days. So, so for those of you who weren't like. Aim terminally online in that time period it was fucking harrowing to just like yeah navigate the internet if you wanted to not see a bunch of uh you know like lemon parties that, or, or like just straight murders yeah there was a lot of straight murder that i still have one i was thinking about the other day that was te- the scarred <laughs> just guy gets killed with a screwdriver in the face oh yeah that one that one that one still burned into that me. That one's a bad one. That one. Not even Doom music is a bad one. I don't know that I know that one, and I don't want to be described really to like You break really that don't want to know what not even Doom music means. You really, really don't. I might have seen it. There's a lot of videos I saw where I'm just like, I don't give me enough information to remember it because there's a reason it's been locked away. Yep. Anywho, we should probably not talk about this anymore and start yeah. talking about the thing that we talk about on the we show. We should talk about the thing we can talk about. I do want to talk about one thing for two seconds in that... Um, sure. I've been playing Starfield because mm-hmm. Bald- well, Baldur's Gate 3 got patched. I haven't checked if uh, um, I can get past the issue I had on that because those are two games that are going to suck a lot of time. 
after this <laughs> week, I'm going to hunker down and write some episodes again. Um, but my, uh, I have a coworker. I work with a, in his mid mid fifties or so. And uh, he's like, hey, I heard you guys talking about this game. Do you think it's something I'd like? And I was like, it's Bethesda. You fucking loved Skyrim. You loved Fallout. You loved Oblivion. It's a Bethesda game. You know, just, you know, if that's your type of deal, it'll probably be your deal. He goes, all right. So, And then the next day he goes, I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. That was Friday. So I had some guys that were going to come in on Saturday. Kevin came yeah. in. I, I came in, it's Saturday, so it's like, you know, we're all shooting for 6 a.m., but, like, it's a weekend if you're late, whatever. So around yeah. 9 o'clock, I get a text, shout out Wayne, um, <laughs> it just says, I was up until 5 a.m. playing Starfield, I can't come in today. <laughs> he called in because of Starfield. That's amazing. Uh, so I, it's a very that that reminds me of a uh, quagmire when he defi- discovers internet porn. Yeah. And like the next morning they see him and he's just like, "Huh? What's going on?" And then his like arm is like jacked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very much up his alley. I can't wait till Monday to ask him how it went. Um Oh, okay. That being said, welcome to Cryptopedia, an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind, where each week we'll take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling the tales of monsters, folklore, the paranormal, and that thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John, and I'm really sorry. I just really needed to talk about... I need to do to put that that horror on all of you. Old internet. When AIM was the way you spoke to your friends. AOL Mm -hmm. Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. When when uh, Pigeon came out, that was like a game changer. Pigeon was then you could, crazy. Cross-platform yeah, IM, kind of? Yeah, you could then... Then you could talk to people who were, like, on MSN for yeah. some weird reason. Like, there's a few people who had that. Oh, it yeah. strange. No, I, I jumped onto the Pigeon bandwagon as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, today we're going to cover the Conrit. And the Conrit is a large 60-foot-long marine centipede found in the waters of Vietnam. Um, delicious. Delicious. I had some issues looking into this as it's largely just old and nothing's written in English. Um, but also that means, like, there's probably good shit back there. You just gotta keep digging. Um, additionally, there is a local college near me called RIT, and they have a convention. So I got a lot of RIT con stuff while trying to find this that's very funny uh the funny thing the funny thing about that is that is the college that i am currently attending for my uh my my phd yeah well tell them to knock that shit off because some people are trying to google giant centipedes well you know what fucking sucks they they've started showing me advertisements for Uh rit and it's like you guys have gotten so much of my money over the years. You are not. I am not. You don't need to do this anymore. Please don't stop. sell me ads, please. Please stop. <laughs> I have so much debt. Stop the ads. Luckily, I don't. But that's because I was like hyper aggressive in paying down my debt. Yeah. So it's oof. They, oof, oof. I'll leave it at that. Just got out of some debt. Um. This creature was found and described by Tran Von Khan. Its upper portion was dark in color, and the belly was yellow, 
comprised of armored segments about two feet long and three feet wide with appendages protruding from each segment. I was unable to find original writings on this. Trans von Kahn appears to be a common name and um, not a single article was in English. Kahn Ret also appears to be the word uh, for centipede in Vietnamese. So I lack the ability to do a more specific search, which would yield better results as my two key terms appear to be rather common. Um, so I'll have to take the internet's words on this. Wow, that sucks. It's it it was it was a bit of a quagmire getting into it, but I I was determined to uh find out what you know get to the bottom of what this conrit is. In eighteen thirty three, a carcass of a conrit, uh, or conrit or con I'm gonna say conrit, uh, English text Vietnamese, was washed ashore in Hong Gai on the eastern side of Vietnam, comprised of many islands. <clears throat> It was missing a head, but the body was formed of many segmented joints that made a sound when you hit them like hitting sheet metal or when tapping on the shell of a horseshoe crab, which I've never done. Um, It smelled so bad that it was towed out to sea. 16 years later, in 1899, when a crew of the HMS Narcissus uh, spotted a giant creature near Cape Falcon in Algeria, The sailors reported sighting a sea monster that possessed an immense number of fins and measured about 45 meters or 150 feet in length. The creature propelled itself forward with fins, um, sorry, propelled itself forward with its fins fast enough to keep up pace with the ship. And all sailors were able to... Jesus! Yeah, shit's fast. Uh, Were able to observe uh, for about a half hour they saw this creature. That's a nightmare. It, it's, it is like, and that reminds me of when you were a kid. So the sailors watching that thing, follow them for a while, just keeping pace. When you were a kid, uh-huh. when you're on a car ride down Lucas, just, oh, we're talking words. about running man. Yeah. Wait. We're talking about a, running dude. Yeah. 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 That's just a thing. That's the thing that people th- do. That's a we're thing. talking about the running guy, the guy who runs, who runs next to the car, the car. as you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. That guy. That's a real thing. I mean, that's a thing that, like, I feel like a lot of people. I know used me and my imagine. sister would like imagine that. I didn't know that was like a wide. Again, I mean, maybe why wouldn't it be? But you know, you know, running guy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like running guy is like a super, like that's that's a super like well known one. What it's got to be? Yeah, hey, car running guy, running guy running alongside guy the car, alongside, not running I, over. Hang on. All right. The man running alongside the car. When you imagine a guy... Holy shit. This is definitely a thing. Yeah. It's like super a thing. Like... Damn. Yeah. It's like a thing that people talk about all the time. Like, remember that? I'm surprised you haven't seen people talking about it, to be totally honest. Oh, I just know me and my sister. I I don't really talk about it to people because I was like, this seems like a weird conversation. (laughs) Well, then. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's that's uh that's uh that's running guy. I feel a lot better about running guy then. Um zoologist Bernard You know what's really fucked up though? Uh-oh, what's that? One day was the last day that running guy showed up to you and you don't remember which day it was. John, why feel sad? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> feel sad. I miss running guy. Yeah. Damn. Feel sad. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> I I destroy fun. 
It's, it's my job. My running guy was cool because he was like, you know, the Colossuses from Shadow of the Colossus, how they're all like dark mm-hmm. and shadowy. He wasn't like yeah. a normal sized dude. He's like a giant shadow dude. Like, not. Oh, car, see, I, like, off in the I imagined, I imagined a very small dude. <laughs> how small? That's where we differ. Like, like bunny sized? Like, like hand sized practically. Oh, little running guy. That's fun. Little running guy. Yeah. Little running guy. He was fun. I had big running guy. You had little running guy. That I like running guy now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you you did like run like like you liked Running Guy. I feel like it's not like a it's not like a new thing. Like, oh, I hated that fucker. Well, no, Running Guy was a little bit scary because he didn't know what his intentions were. That is true. That a is giant very shadow true. man silently keeping pace with your car. Yeah, it's it's kind of like got some am uh, laugh your more vibes to it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Shout out to uh, us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's like an old. That's like a <laughs> that's deep an old fun episode. That's an old episode. Yeah, that's a real old one. And Brian Dunning helped a lot with that one, or his his writings. Um, zoologist Bernard Huevelmans called this type uh, called this type the many finned, and noted that many lateral fins and segmented jointed armor of bony dermal plaques were common among archaic whales. So he's positing maybe it's, or implying that it's maybe an old uh, whale that, that's in these waters. The multiple fin structures have been reported in a variety of configurations, and Huevelmans points out that the rigid nature of the animal may cause the fins to, uh, to be seen from different angles when the animal turns uh, radically. So I think he's talking about, like, if it drifts, I guess if it was a car, maybe yeah. they'd stick out of the water to seem like spines. Why would you? But why would you assume archaic whale? Like I don't. Like, I'm just I I like, like that's so that's so like this is the thing that always kills me with these types of like things. It's like why would you go archaic whale? That's it's so like it's such like a deep cut. Eighteen hundred right? zoologists love playing the classics. I guess. <laughs> Maybe they like just learned about the archaic whale and they're like, oh, this is it. There, there's like, oh shit. Like all they know is like those really cool. Actually, I want to get a, a, a tattoo in the style of like an old uh, etching, but the uh, like old, like biological etching style artwork. Like that's all I've they know. Through, things I've looked through a ton of books. I, I read, I had to read through a shit ton of that for uh, one of the episodes. Like those, uh, those etchings. Yeah. They're, they're it was, cool. uh, oh, it was the jackalope. Oh, do it. yeah. it's such a cool art style. I I, I wish I could uh, uh, do that. Also, there's a really cool book called The Resurrectionist, which is um, all biological, uh, sorry, anatomical, like musculoskeletal structures of cryptids done in that style. Oh, so I think I've heard of that. It's super cool. I have it upstairs. It's uh, it's It's meant to be like alternate universe if these things were real here's what like a a scientific Uh book would look like about them um because of the animal's movement therefore these triangular fins can give the appearance of a massive jagged crest when the cryptid is swimming on its side Wivelman said that this type is found only in the belt of tropical and subtropical waters around the world living in some of the world's warmest waters A close study of the distribution of sightings of this distinctive creature appears to demonstrate a restricted range for this tropical marine animal from South Asia to Arabia 
at 15 degrees north to 15 degrees south near Madagascar, with only a few reports coming out of the normal range. A specific well-documented population has historically been reported from the South uh, China Sea off of old Indochina, east of the Gulf of Aden. Reports from Madagascar to the south and sightings in the world's Mediterranean Sea reinforce the restrictions of this type to the world's warmer marine environments. What what well-documented sightings? I need... I need to know. Let's let's drop the word well. We'll just call them documented. Okay, because <laughs> okay, like, also I'm looking at archaic whales and uh-huh. like, I don't really see what they're describing. Like, because also keep in mind too when he's talking about with the plates, right? That's yeah. that's probably that's probably cartilage, right? That, that's probably so cartilage, like, and you also can't search for archaic whales now. You need to know what they would have been thinking archaic whales looked like in the 1800s. So you have That's to rem- true. you have to remove uh, a couple centuries worth of uh, knowledge to, and try to find like what would they, what what would their sources have been then versus what are our sources now to see what they're trying I mean, to actually describe. We did used to think that that uh, megalodon teeth were were snake tongues. So <sighs> were snake tongues? We talked about that in the episode. Well, you talked about the clam. There's the clam. Yeah, yeah, that was the joke at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Snake yeah, tongues. Yeah, no, they snake tongues. Yeah, because like they believed also that they fell from the sky. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's a whole okay. thing. It's it, a whole yeah, fucking there's thing. There's a whole thing. Yeah, makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. But whatever, you know, it is what it is. Welcome to welcome to existence. <laughs> yes. Um. So the first modern discussion of these animals took place in the 16th century work El- <laughs> Le Histoire Entire de, de-, de- Poissons. But it- I looked through that for the uh the whatchamacallit. Um that was one of the they have a bunch of them on uh, archive.org. They're yeah. a pain in the ass to find which one you're looking for, first of all. Yeah. I, I went through a fuck ton of them to try and find it. Um, but yeah, that's that's like the thing I was talking about, where it's like a bunch of the, the old style like drawings of uh, anatomical drawings of um, yes. shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, in English, it translates to Father of Ithicology by uh, Guillaume uh, Rondelet. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what he called the cetacean centipede. Um, and had a multitude of feet and oars with which it propels itself. This cetacean, uh, which was frequently seen in the Indies, stated Rondelet, uh, was first described by an alien, which is, you know, around 230 AD, in his On the Nature of Animals, written in 200 AD, as the Great Sea Centipede, the Iliad told how this animal sometimes beaches and witnesses could describe a lobster-like tail and hairs uh, of the large nostrils. What? It's... We're getting there. It. This is... I'm easing us into the territory of like a, 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 a an old classic that we keep touching on. So we've got oh, plates, God. we've got hairs that are calling it fur. Whales are coming up. Um... <clears throat> One detailed record of a sighting was noted in the Illustrated London News. It came uh, in the form of a letter from Edmund J. Wheeler, 
who is quoting from the logbook of his company's ship, uh, the Princess, recently returned from China when going around the South Africa latitude 34 degrees, 56 degrees south, <clears throat> excuse me, longitude 18 degrees, 14 minutes east, Captain Trer, Trer, Captain Trer uh, saw a large fish with the head like a walrus, 12 fins, 6 on each side, a great tail, and some 20 to 30 feet in length. A walrus? A walrus? Well, like like head, but it's got all these fins. It's a, it's a flappy boy. Oh, so what we're talking about is a biblically accurate uh, walrus. Yes, a biblically accurate walrus. Gotcha. Okay. It was sprouting something from its mouth. The princess's crew fired upon it, and they felt they'd hit it around the head. This all took Why do they? How, how do they feel? How do you feel that? How do you feel that? They're like, ah, probably. Again, this is... Shit, what was the year? 1856. They're yeah. hammered. They're <laughs> oh yeah, they're definitely shipped. They they're on rum. They got some spice rum if they're lucky. Like they're they're fucked up right now. <laughs> like, it's, it's a sailor in 1856 on the sea. Just, they're just blind drunk, just snorting orange peels and firing fucking into anything that moves. Yeah, that's 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 how I assume it all works. You you smote <laughs> you snorting them orange peels. Yeah, you got to stop the uh, the scurvy. Mm-hmm. That's how you deal with it. They're they're just shoving oranges up their ass and firing at fucking fish. Commander Hugh L. Pearson, captain of the Royal Yacht, and his lieutenant W. P. Haynes, both of the HMS Osborne, cited in an official report to the Admiralty that they'd seen a sea monster, but not one that was serpent-like off of Cape Vito, uh, near the North Sea of Sicily on May 2nd, 1877. Remarkably, it displayed a long row of fins over 30 feet long, which appeared to have been seen sticking out from the side of the animal, rather than from its back. So they're not spines, they're like flippy, flippy fins. Interesting. As sea serpents are sometimes described, uh, this certainly appears to be the case because when the gentleman grew, gentleman grew closer to the creature, it showed a head with a smoothness down its back like a seal and front flippers. So they're emphasizing smooth-ass back. The smoothest mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. As smooth as possible. Just like my brain. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The next year, another sighting uh, followed in which witnesses told an investigator that she saw uh, it looked exactly like, I'm so bad at reading today. Ah, words, zoom in. The next year, another sighting followed in which the witness told an investigator that what she saw looked exactly like what had been seen from the Osborne. In December 1878, an English woman named- I'll get you, Parker. I'll get you. Uh, It's- I tried to do a Spider-Man joke, but it it escaped. I, I was just I was just being uh, Osborne from the Sam Raimi first movie, um, which would be uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I was doing like a bad Willem Dafoe with the uh, the rubber house. The rubber house. Yeah, he has a house made out of rubber, like down why? down two hundred nine somewhere. <laughs> why? Like pretty close. But why? Like. I, I it, it this is okay so that house was constructed when um 
so a big thing in like emerging architecture at the time was building um houses from renewables um so i had like i there was a whole core section in my architecture class that was like okay that makes sense renewables and like if you build houses out of like tires about the using reusing rubber and how you could use it for insulation for the external that 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 was a whole thing seen around that time I understand it from an insulation perspective, right? That makes sense to me because it's rubber, right? Rubber doesn't like it. It does decay, right? It will, it'll go to shit because it's yeah. effectively just like bark, right? Um, vulcanized it's, bark. So, so rubber only lasts a few, uh, a, a few years. You wouldn't want it on the outside of anything. No, you'd want it to be like contained within an environmentally. Uh, 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 isolating uh, uh, structure, <laughs> but you could still use it for for other things. But it, it decays pretty quick, which is why you have to change your tires outside of just wear and why like shit breaks down. UV just destroys plastic and rubber. Yeah, that's why I have uh, like those little uh, those films on my windows to, <laughs> to reflect the UV. Yeah, yeah. No, I know UV exactly is, what you're talking about. Terrible. UV is my my direct my my truest enemy. Uh, in the world like let's be real that's a very fair statement because i can see your room behind you yeah we fight me and uv light fight which is <laughs> i did i tell you i finally got a resin 3d printer no i didn't know that that's dope yeah i bought one and i still haven't used to print anything because i'm terrified of the the resin there's um, well it, it needs post-processing do you have yeah. which was it a form Huh? No, it's a uh, it's a uh, Elgum Mars. Okay. 3. Did you did you build your own curing chamber or did you buy? I'm one? working on it. You're working I, on I it? have I have it made. I just need to put the metal uh, the, the the aluminum foil on the surfaces because okay. I have a disturbing amount of UV LED lights in my basement, both in strip and individual diodes. Why? Uh, <laughs> projects. <laughs> Yeah, are are you uh, you selling something that you haven't told me about? No, throwing some shit. So one, I made a FBI uh, gonna FBI gonna look at the your roof and see that the snow isn't on it. No, so so the the reason why I bought the individuals, the uh, big sack of those, was I made a uh, a prop of quantum cola from Fallout, and what okay. and what I did. So I have UV reactive pigment inside of it, and I got mm. a Rosie the Riveter lunchbox, and I built a circuit board. I cut a little hole and built a circuit board that sits under that hole, so you can put the new the uh, quantum cola on top of it, and it'll actually like fluoresce when, once you plug it in. So that's mm-hmm. why I got that. And for the strips, I got I'm uh, 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 I have severe obstructive sleep apnea, and it's hundreds of dollars to get a sanitization um, oven mm-hmm. for your stuff. So I just built my own. Gotcha to, for like dollars. <laughs> But I have so many UV shit. Um, it's great. Uh, in December of 1878, an English woman named Mrs. Turner was on board the P&O liner Puna anchored off of Suez or Aden. She could uh, not remember which. Which, I mean, uh, I guess what? boats were a bigger thing at the time. I would definitely remember where I was if I was on a boat because I'm rarely on boats. Um, yeah, I I kind of actually deliberately avoid boats a lot of the time. It's I hate um, water. It's yeah. just fucking. There's a word for it, but like, 
vast uh, empty thalassophobia. things are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of I'm not afraid of water. I just don't one uh I just don't trust a lot of boats, right? I, I'm fine with fairies. Sketchy. I'm fine with fairies. I'm fine with canoes and shit like that. But like, let's be real. We're not meant to be out there. Like, no. Just, just face facts. Like, we're not supposed to be out there. That's not where. That's not where humans are supposed to be. No, that's we'd not have it. Water world like gills behind our ears if we were meant to be on the water, in which Probably. we don't. Mm-hmm. We I mean, don't. that's exactly how evolution works. So yeah, that's that's true. Um, also, so date, dumb. The, I, one of my favorite movies, it's so good. It's the most expensive movie that was ever made. When adjusting it's so for, dumb, for, like, though. So here's it's, the thing. It's, I know you, you can love it, but you cannot so deny that it's fucking dumb. It's one of the, all right, like the, the top, in my top 10, um, is definitely the fifth element in Waterworld. Waterworld was so expensive. Be also Jack Black's in it. Um, Jack Black's in Waterworld? Jack Black's in so many movies, but you'd never recognize him. Ack, ack. But uh, they, they, it was done in Hawaii, in the ocean, and then they had a hurricane. <laughs> and it dest- so they had to rebuild the entire movie. It destroyed everything. Amazing. It's such a good movie. Amazing. I, you... God it's such it. a good movie. There's the cage, and then they go, and then he gets the dirt, and then with the ears, and then there's the girl, and then they go on the island. Oh, if we're ta- so talking about underwater movies, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but since it's like uh, kind of spooky season, also I'm pretty sure this is our like fifth year anniversary. This episode, whatever is it? Oh um, God, yeah. Uh, so um, there's, I think it's like called the House Below or something like that. Um, huh. It's a horror movie that's set entirely underwater pretty much uh i don't know if anyone else does this but i have a thing where like when there's a movie and someone goes underwater i don't think about it but i just stop breathing like i just start like until they come back up like holding my breath so i hate underwater scenes in movies (laughs) and video games so um is it the deep house the deep house that's it that's it so I made a post to the 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 Discord about this. Yeah. I was watching it. And I'm like, this is so fucking good, right? Like, I was an hour and 15 minutes into, what is it, an hour and 30 minute movie or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm like, this is so fucking good. It's like a haunted house movie underwater. That's such a <laughs> cool concept. How does the water stay out? Well, I, I'll, I'll have to it watch it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh. I don't recommend watching it, but... Um, so it, the concept is like they're they're filming like the house. It's kind of like uh-huh. you know how in the the reservoir uh, near us, the Shukan Reservoir, they just like buried towns, like like flooded towns, and like there's just towns oh, yeah. underneath we the re- did, water. Uh, I did an episode. I forget which number it was. There was a uh, around nuclear plants. They made a uh, a reservoir, but they like flooded a full town. So it was this yeah. big fish that's just in the houses that are under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, like, basic concept, right? Is there's okay. this house that was flooded, whatever. Um, and these two people are, like, the one dude's, like, clout chasing, effectively. Um, and they go into the house and, like, they're trying to, like, you know, film it and, like, do, like, urban urbex-type stuff. Yeah. And, like, 
it's spoopy. It's scary. It's good. It's got like great atmosphere up until like the last 30 minutes. Oh, no. At which point the entire movie goes to shit. And they do like a crazy amount. Actually, it was. I maybe it might even be just the last fifteen minutes. They do an insane amount of uh, of like um, exposition dumping, uh, and it just it just falls to pieces. It falls to fucking pieces. That's budget. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's. They had a budget, and they had to decide where they're gonna put it, and they went fuck the ending. <laughs> it sucks. It's well, I see. Here's the th- here's the thing. I don't know if it was budget. I think they just did a bad job. There's like, legitimately the house below. Let's see what their budget was. Uh, budget. People, people also fuck up uh, the the deep house. People fuck up all the time when it comes to like, like people are like I got this idea. Okay, how are you gonna end it? What do you mean? What do you mean? How I'm gonna end it? It was 5 million euro, so it was super cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive what they did with 5 million euro then. I'm sure it was. So that was 2021. The movie I did was, I think, like 3 million or something like that. And I know what, like, they had to deal with then. So then to deal with all that shit being underwater, that's super low budget. Mm-hmm. So that that's definitely where that came from. That, yeah, and your and your movie was like kind of weirdly like religious. That was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a, it was a it was a, a, a based on a book that was a bummer. Some like chick was religious, and then bad things happened to her in like real life, and then she loses faith. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. You went under you. There was like a a bus crash scene in that, right? That was fun. Yeah, no, the, there was a bus crash. We had to. Uh, it was me, uh, Taisa Farmiga, which most people probably know from um, uh, American Horror Story. Boyd Hallbrook, who uh, he was just he was the lead in the uh, new Predator movie that just came out, and he does a bunch of other stuff. Uh, me, um, Harry from school. Not the movie school, like Harry from our school. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's a bus crash, we had like wetsuits on under our shit. We spent hours in the water. We were like scrambling, looking for drugs in the thing because the bus crashed and we're like some band or whatever. And then there was like a lighting guy. And then I was like, man, we've been in here for a long time and I really got a piss and no one else has gotten out to take a piss. So I was like, hey, Boyd, I got a piss. Where do we go? He's like, just go by the, over there. Every, towards that, everyone's just pissing. Yeah, in their suits, because that's yeah. what you do in a wetsuit. That's what you do. Yeah. I yeah. know that. It was fun. Then we got out of the water. They had a whole like car waiting for us, and they had towel people. They gave us hot drinks. It was nice. That was that was a fun part. Um, oh, t- she, she her character, Tysa uh, Farmiga's character in uh, American Horror Story, like Coven, was insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> She's fun. She's the reason why I found out people spit out food for eating scenes because she had an eating scene and I was there. And then uh, she, she, I was like, don't you just took like a bite of a hot dog and a lick of ice cream. You're going to throw that out. That okay. was her first. That was her fucking first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went goblin mode and I was like, all this for all your scenes, whenever you eat, I'm just going to finish your food. 
because I'm a goblin. And then mm-hmm. I felt so sick after eating all all of the hot dogs and ice cream. But it was fun. And cigarettes. I was also really... I wasn't fake smoking. <laughs> it was God real smoking it, for me. I was... <laughs> Hopped up on nicotine and hot dogs for a while. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she related her experience to Robert P. Gregg, who subsequently wrote a letter uh, to biologist Antoon Cornelius Audumans uh, about what she saw. A mere 150 feet away was a strange animal motionless on the surface. Gregg relayed that she saw both head... Uh, and seven for seven or eight fins of the back, all at the same time in a line. She cannot remember exactly how many dorsal fins there were, but they were large, slightly curved back, and not all the same size. The head looked like it was four or six feet in diameter, with a large, uh, like a large tree trunk. The color was nearly black, uh, like a whale. The whole length appeared to be considerable, perhaps as long as an ordinary tree or a moderately sized ship. Are we sure that it wasn't just a dolphin orgy? <laughs> like, was this, this might have just been a like a dolphin, like, like, kind of quasi-69 chain? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, just a line of dolphins eating ass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like that's that's what I think this might have been. You know, I wonder how many I wonder how many historical mo- sea monsters have just been dolphins eating ass. <laughs> Every globster, all of them. Every single fucking one of them is just a bunch of horny dolphins. Well, we know Trunko. We know it's Trunko. Just a horny whale. We so. know dolphins be horny. Mhm. They do be horny though. They do be horny. They there was that time that the government did the thing where they partially flooded a house and then gave a dolphin drugs and then had some lady jack off the dolphin for a while. So that was fun. Yeah, we, we had some fun times. Um, we did a bunch of war crimes, but we did some weird, really weird shit, too. You know, let, let's stop with the war crimes and dish out some more dolphin handies. <laughs> That'll get us moving in the right direction. The only question is, is that... You know what? I'm not going to go down that rabbit there's, hole. There's some questions that, like, you can I, look I'm at not, that you can't ask. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going past that. I'm not going to even say what my question was because that's a dark path down which <laughs> did, did she so many terrible things. There's so many problems that, that could come from me asking any questions about that. <laughs> there's, there's a lot come. of problematic questions. There's a lot of problematic come. There is. Uh... Now, these descriptions, uh, to me, started sounding a lot uh, like the the Hebride's Blob, which is a creature of similar description, uh, which had washed ashore in Hebride, Scotland in 1990 on Benbunbu Beach. Um, so I've got a picture here, and at this point, it's also become disturbing to me that I can just be like, oh, this sounds like this specific lobster. <laughs> <laughs> well, you 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 have done globsters like religiously. Like the only person who's done globsters on this podcast of the two of us is you. Yeah, there's a lot of them. They 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 can be interesting. I just find it interesting how people. Di- a lot of people can interpret 
the same thing in different ways in different time periods. That's all globsters are. It's like your uh, uh, cryptozoology uh, Rorschach test for like different areas around the world. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, it, it, it is very much a cryptid, a cryptid Rorschach. It is, and you can see in th this one's actually a very unique globster in, in 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 this picture that you're looking at. It really does look exactly the way they've been describing these, where it's a really long, maybe not thirty feet long, but. Mm -hmm. You people would, are bad at people it, are people are bad at that. It has many many fins in air quotes. A very smooth back. Um, I could see someone calling this a a, a sea centipede, um, and if you saw this floating in the water, it would look the way you know all these people are are describing. Um, Louis Watts found the creature and described it as follows: It had what appeared to be a head at one end and a curved back, and seemed to be covered with eaten away flesh or even furry skin, and it was 12 feet long. It had uh, all these shapes like fins along its back. And again, with the furry skin, I forget the word for these, but it's it's the, the connective uh, fibers for muscle mm -hmm. tissue remain yeah, when, yeah. when other pieces start to rot away. Um, mm -hmm. Aside from the many fins, it seems uh, to fit our famous friend, the globster, the furry skin being broken down fibers. Of, oh, oh, look, look, I even thought to write exactly what I just said mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the exact spot that I just said it. Mm -hmm. um, that's, 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 <laughs> that's what's called, uh, the, you know, writing for this podcast. Yeah. You just, you just, you start like, like saying the thing like, oh, I'm a dumbass. I forgot to mention this. And it's like, oh no, no, I remember to mention it. I just like jump the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we're fortunate enough that DNA analysis had been done to this actual globster, and it was in fact the carcass of a sperm whale. The description of segmented See, armor... Huh? Brandon, it just keeps getting closer and closer to dolphin ass-eating orgy. Just dolphin ass-eating. They're all... Uh... It's a dolphin ass-eating chain. I'm telling you, that is what actually happened. It's a sea bukkake. That's, it is a seabukaki. That's all. That's something I'm not going to Google right now, but I'll give it a few minutes. <laughs> all right. Safe search is off. See. Oh, nice. Okay. Please. I mean, it's probably it's probably going to be like. Um, Rule 34 Waterworld. Well, there's going to involve some gill fucking. Okay. There's there's a beach bukaki in the seabukaki porn videos. Ah. Bukaki Beach, Beach Bukaki. All right, I'm I'm gonna say Beach Bukaki is not accurate because that's not we're we're not talking about the beach. We're talking about the sea. We're talking about the sea, and here's the difference: Beach Bukaki is like when you're breading chicken. <laughs> None of these are Bukaki. This is just people <laughs> fucking. Um, that's uh, not that's not Bukaki. That's just fucking. <laughs> it's, you're so disappointed. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna call something bukkake, at least make it be bukkake. Like, the, yes, I don't. I don't personally care for that kind. Of, I don't care for bukkake porn. Like, it's not my thing. It's not my jam. But you know what? If you there, words Describe exist for properly. reasons. People, be consistent. Words exist for reasons. <laughs> exactly. All I'm gonna say. Uh, it's all I'm gonna say. So when I worked at the farm, 
my friend's uh, mom was, was worked there. His parents were the owner, and she came out of the bakery, and um, comes up to me and and looks at me and just says, and only the way innocent mother could, what's bu cake? <laughs> and, I, and I, one of the few times I didn't let the intrusive thoughts uh, uh, win was like, it's like, listen, I can't, I'm, it's something I can't tell you. Go ask your son or Google it. Yeah, ask your son. He'll tell you. <laughs> like, I, as your employee and friend of your son, will not cannot tell you, tell you this. Cannot this tell is, you what you not. Is. This is not the thing that I can tell you what it is. Like I can't. I also don't want Martin to come over and be like, "Did you just tell my mom what bukkake is?" <laughs> like I can't do that. <laughs> the temptation was there, but I didn't do it. The bu cake. The bu cake. The vertebrae could account for armor segments, and partially decayed flesh hanging off the side uh, protrusions would look like a series of fins, as seen in the image above. Below are a series of images of sperm whale spines, given our globster and what I was able to find. It seems plausible that a whale somewhere uh, in its decomposed state between the images below and above would match up perfectly. And if I was not familiar with whale decomposition to some extent and saw one of these bad boys... Which is yeah, a wild thing for you to say. It's a fucking sea centipede washed ashore. Uh, uh, like, but, to be familiar with the different stages of whale decomposition. Yeah, it's kind of wild that you have that like area. Like You have that reference point, which is fucking it's, nuts. I don't know how many episodes we've done, but I it, it's... I'd be confident in saying that I've spoken about whale decomposition for at least five hours, and I've done at least double that in research for writing episodes. <laughs> oh, you're so, like you're like whale CSI. <laughs> yeah, just zoom in, enhance, um, enhance, enhance. It was a dolphin fuck chain. <laughs> As you can see here, the the third dolphin in the middle swallowed. Uh, the next, uh, sorry, so next, uh, are there whales in Vietnam? And the answer is, there's a whole bunch. 15 plus species I found in a paper written by eight doctors, professors, and members of Oceanic Societies in 1995. Um, they state the lack of research of cetaceans in Indochina and lists the following species, including max of of their mig migratory patterns in the area. Uh, blue, I I, yeah. I do want to say, Brandon, when it comes to like they state the lack of like research of things. If you see that in a paper, I do want you to know that a lot of time that's that's bullshit. Um, because every paper has to be like new and novel, so everyone will be very specific about oh. the type of thing they're talking about and say this doesn't exist even though there's adjacent work i don't know if yeah. that's true for whale cetology and all that shit that makes or, or rather sense. for cetology but in computer science that's exactly what happens in the because i remember reading a paper and being like bitch there is so much research about this yeah i i can see in the broader spectrum if you zo zoom out a little bit like it's a very well-researched topic, 
but you're going to choose a hyper-specific thing and be like, there's barely any research on where you really actually do have a, a, a very large pool to draw from. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I my my research, my area of research like expertise is location-based game advertising. Yeah. Right? Um, because there's, there is actually a dearth of location-based game advertising research. But keep in mind, location-based game advertising, all four of those words together, that's the thing that there's not a lot of. You know what there is that a lot of? specific. Advertising in games, I imagine. Advertising in games. Load. Location-based advertising. Both of those things, fuck ton of research on them. Location-based game advertising, not so much. You know what the fact of the matter is? A lot of the same shit applies. But yeah. I'm the one writing about it. <laughs> that makes sense. There's oh, I saw your. Uh, I, I rarely go on the uh, the book of faces, um, and, and stick mostly to like our Discord and just shit posting on Instagram. But I liked your. Uh, the, the 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 some of those images you've shared, some of which I've seen before, of the uh, the KFC uh, <laughs> stuff. Man, I I'm and so Wendy. I'm I'm so sad about like not being able to use those. My my uh um my my advisor was like, you can't you can't post these, John. <laughs> You can't you can't use this in the the research. I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, they're still, so good. They were so good. I love them. I love them. When you sent them to me, I was just showing people. I was like, look at this. The Imagine the Wendy if this one. Was a Pokemon I, Go. I was very proud of the Wendy one. They, I it say. was so good. That that one, I so fact. Here's the fact of what happened. Um, so basically. <laughs> I took the default female trainer character, took some special, like some specific clothing, yeah. and just like kind of mishmashed a bunch of items. The hair, the two like pigtails, is yeah. the default trainer's hair, but like moved to oh, the side. Oh, yeah. Those, uh, those are so much I fun. I 3D modeled that whole thing too. Like, I actually edited a 3D model for that. That's. <sighs> <laughs> it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. They were. You know so how long good. I spent. You know how long I spent lining up UVs to make the fucking uh, stripes look right. Forever. They, John. Forever. I wasn't gonna say anything because I because I, I wasn't sure what was involved, but the the actual clothing artwork, the stripes were like very good. I spent so much, and you know what the worst part is. It's good all the way around. No one was going to see anything but the front because it was just a mock-up. It was just a fucking... It was just supposed to be there as like a reference, like a free reference. Like, yeah. hey, what if you fought trainers that were mascots for different com- country, for, uh, for companies like Wendy's? Yeah. <laughs> they were so good. You shared like four of them. Gosh. The, I really like the, the Torchic in a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket, too. That, that one. was... Very good because of how dark it could get if you thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> they never have shown regular chicken in in Pokemon. No. I just want to say that. I don't think I've ever seen a regular chicken in Pokemon. That's all. <laughs> uh, actually, now that you say it, yeah. It's all Torchics. It's all Torch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
So they have the uh, blue whale, although they do not say this based off a 1925 paper from a carcass found in 1907, which must be a misidentification. A uh, bird's whale, which is co a common globster and is primarily a tropic or subtropic species, and also the most common species of baleen whale in the Vietnamese waters. A mink whale, um, these bones, the image to the left, were identified at, at the uh, Beach Dam Temple, which we will get mm -hmm. to in a bit. Humpback whale, pygmy whale, sperm whale, or dwarf whale. <clears throat> uh, since the two species are not distinguished until 1966, thus the information on the two koiga uh, was lacking on the time. A koiver's beaked whale, which is a short-finned uh, short pilot whale. Uh, false killer whale, which is actually a type of dolphin for a myriad of very specific details, which I, I will pass over. Pygmy killer whale, melon-headed whale, a resource dolphin, a rough-toothed dolphin, Indo-Pacific humpback dolphin, bottlenose dolphin, and many more. So there's just a shit ton of citations. Um, the rough-toothed dolphin are not invited to the dolphin orgy. They're not. They're not invited to the dolphin chain. They are not. Lots of irritation. Lots mm -hmm. and lots of irritation. Um, you know, they, they've been they've been told, like, they need to get braces. Before, if they get braces, they're invited. But... They just, they just haven't. Just less tooth, more tongue. That's. Mm -hmm. It's all teeth. It's they're all, all teeth. They're all teeth. It's in their name. It's rough teeth. Some it rough shit. Rough. Uh, the, well, the, the point is there's no shortage of animals of which may produce a globster in the area. Uh, and the most common of these, the bird's whale, uh, the males grow to 15 meters and, the, uh, and females... Length is unknown, making them a solid candidate for a potential globster. I would, however, hmm. be, be be doing an injustice to just chalk this up as a globster. <clears throat> uh, whales have a significant role in Vietnamese culture, and to assume that every carcass that washed ashore would be misidentified as a giant sea centipede would be gravely wrong. Uh, for centuries, whales and whale bones have been worshipped. Huh? To be fair, though, like... This is selecting for the ones that people misinterpreted. So, like, there probably are a fuck ton more, right? Oh yeah. So, like, we are just like selecting for the ones that focusing that on ones that maybe yeah. may have been misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but for centuries, whales and whale bones have been worshipped at temples all over Vietnam. <clears throat> uh, this most Smithsonian has a good article which explains my point that the people finding these remains are likely very familiar with a wide variety of whales in various stages of decomposition. In fact, the study of the remains in these temples has contributed greatly to the understanding of whale species that actually live in those waters. Since the publication um, of my above-referenced paper, these temples have shown that more species of greater rarity are existent in the area. Uh, one example was the data... <clears throat> sorry, the data-deficient... A Mora's whale, a whale that was uh, first described by Japanese scientists in 2003. Vu and his colleagues found two specimens uh, in their whale temple survey, uh, and find these finds brought these species um, record to uh, in Vietnam to five. So, like these temples have like a lot of like they just found these in 2003, but their mm -hmm. bodies have been or their bones have been on display in these temples for fucking ever their temples um <clears throat> the lang ong tui tuong the temple uh to the god of the sea is one of that was pretty good 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I I fully believe that's how that's pronounced. That's like not even joking. I I I I did much better with that than any of like the European names that I said earlier, which I'm proud of. Um, uh, is one of one thousand or more such shrines in Vietnam's three thousand two hundred and sixty kilometer coastline. At these temples, which come in varying sizes and configurations, but all house well bones, uh, and fishermen worship in hopes that their prayers uh, will be carried to Ka Ong, the whale spirit, uh, and they will be blessed with safe fishing trips and a bountiful catch. Close. Can I just say that yeah. this is, I, I've considered this to be a more rad, like, like enshrinement than like enshrining body parts of saints that happens in Catholicism. Oh, a hundred percent. These this are is way cooler. Fucking awesome, and they're yeah. they're they're for a number of reasons. There's like the the cultural reason, the all of that, but also like when people just started going to these temples. Somebody at some point was like, "There's a shitload of fucking whale temples. Maybe we should check them out." And then they just went like, "They've got all of these shits that we've been trying to study this whole time and have never been able." And so they're making all these discoveries out of these these temples dedicated I, I to do, whale bones. Well. The other thing, too, that I really like, I, I like, so this is a thing that I've actually, one of the things I really like about um, naturalist religions and, like, like nature worship religions a lot of the time, like, uh -huh. Shint Shinto has a lot of this. Um, yep. I really like the enshrinement of, like, natural features and, like, yeah. animals because, like, there's something respectful about the earth in, embedded in that and, like, respectful about, like, hey, don't fuck up your own personal environment so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, which I kind of like. I love that, honestly. That's red on Shinto. Um, day 15 of the sumo uh, uh, competition just wrapped up. Takakesho took home the championship. I was hoping it'd be out of Mafuji. Anyway, um, I didn't check my, means my scoreboard yet. For my, I'm sorry, that means nothing to me. I know what you're league. talking about. I know the broad strokes, but it also means nothing to me. It's sumo. Sumo wrestling is a Shinto. It's it's yeah, no, it's I a know. religious practice. They, there's like stuff buried under the the dohyo. They've got like seaweed and fish and soy sauce. It's fun. It's cool. The whole uh, it's all like they're getting the demons out of the stage. Um, you gotta beat the devil out of them. You gotta beat. My favorite thing when watching it live, which I haven't been able to since um, my daughter was born because I was off of work and the shit airs at like four in the morning, mm -hmm. was when you watch it live on um, Twitch when the Yokozuna does his, his Dohyo Iri, which is the, the routine where like they stomp the feet and do all that. He'll mm -hmm. like do the, you know, wash his, do the hand washing, the thing with the hands. And then as soon as his foot stomps the ground, chat just explodes with like demons get fucked fuck you demon like people just screaming at like the demons in the stadium get the fuck out of here fucking red yeah fucking come back shit ain't welcome Taro no fuji in your stupid fucking knees <laughs> he's with the, there's been like no fucking yokozuna after hakuo Right, Yako was the best one in, like, recorded history, which is wild because they've been recording this shit for fucking ever. He retires, Turner Fuji comes in, keeps using his fucking knees exploding as an excuse not to... So there's been no fucking Yokozuna in these competitions for a fucking while. We need a, a new fucking rad-ass Yokozuna. That's all I'm saying. God damn it. Turner Fuji's a fuckboy anyway. Anyway, um... <laughs> 
What? It's it's the oh, I don't understand football or soccer or baseball. The only sport I actually get into in so like players' personal lives is fucking sumo. Also, shout out Osno Yama. You're coming fucking back. Fucking Roto Ozeki. 2024. Um, for over two centuries, uh, fishing communities along Vietnam's central and southern coastlines have built pla- pal- places of worship to honor the dead cetaceans uh, washing up on their shores. From large ornate structures to simple graves with headstones to small wooden shoe-sized trines uh, bedecked with incense and flowers, these whale temples are a centuries-old part of this country's cultural history, but they also house evidence of its natural history. Much to their surprise, Vu and his co-authors came across three dugong skulls during their uh, visit to two whale temples in the northern part of the central coast. In recent times, the presence of dugongs has only been confirmed in southwestern Vietnam and the Khan Du Archipelago, uh, located to the southeast of the country. So this observation sheds new light to their historical distribution. They think the skulls date back to the 1990s uh, through the early 2000s, indicating that the dugong's local extinction is recent. Dugong, gong, gong. Dugong, I can't, there's some animals where I just can't, Pokemon. I knew about mm-hmm. Dugong before I knew about like the actual animal Dugong. And mm-hmm. that's uh, going to be forever. Uh, Voodoo's mm-hmm. team have continued documenting well temples even after the publication of the paper. To date, they've identified 25 cetacean species in whale temples, including a rare and endangered species like sperm whales. Uh, in comparison, they've identified only 20 cetacean species via the stranding monitoring done over the past five years in just three species in their boat-based surveys. These results underscore the importance of whale temples as information storehouses about Vietnam cetaceans, and Vu hopes that the temples will, in the long run, become key centers for the interaction with fishermen and awareness campaigns about sustainable fishing. Uh, Which also, like, to go through these temples and realize that, like, there's been very recent extinctions that you could only have been able to like track or find out about through the, the, the bone history that they're mm-hmm. storing that like their temples, not just to whales, you know, don't get, don't just get to see what whales were there, but you also get to see which whales are no longer here and can see it's a historical record of, of the, uh, the, 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 the ocean life there, which is mm-hmm. kind of fucking dope. Um, the existence of these temples hold amazing historical data of whale species, and these studies have been done only after getting permission from the community, which is also an important thing. You can't you can just, like, fucking knock down the Honestly, doors of the temple and be like, yo, can we take pictures? Like, they're getting permission from the local community to enter the temples for, for the purposes of uh, record keeping. Honestly, I'm impressed. <laughs> like, yeah. not gonna lie, that's impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah, they're not just like sneaking in or like they're, they're getting permission from the community that they actually goes to the temple to document what's inside and 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 yeah, so they're they're doing a good job. They get a uh, a, a a thumbs up. Um Well, I'm not going to give them a fun thumbs up because I don't fucking know, but <laughs> they're doing better than the 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 bar is not high for being like fine and it seems like they're being fine at least they're at least fine or at least appear to be doing so um 
So I'm certain that a whale carcass would surely be identified by anyone in the area. I do, however, doubt the existence of a sea centipede. Uh, globsters are commonly taken as cryptids by European explorers in this time period. However, Tran Van Khan would have been familiar with these. Uh, so my guess at this time is that perhaps a whale carcass washed ashore in a unique state of decomposition that wouldn't have been familiar with whoever came across it at the time, leading them to believe they found like a unique species. Um, mm -hmm. And I must say that the uh, uh, Hebride's blob is the only time I've seen a whale in that specific state of decomposition. And it matches the description of the Conrate perfectly. Um, mm -hmm. I'm by no means an expert, but I would venture to say, ah, we already spoke of this too, that I spent more time and hours looking at dead whales than most people. Uh, the Hebride's blob hey. is unique and striking, and I can see how easily a bird's whale, if in such a state, could be assumed to be a unique creature, even by those who are accustomed to seeing whale bones. Mm. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun one because I've never seen, like, lobster, uh, after a certain extent, or to a certain point, a globster is a fucking globster. It's not about the cryptid. It's more about, like, who are the players and what's going on at the time and, 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 mm -hmm. and what's go going on in, like, Canada and the 18-whatever-fucks. Um, but this one actually had a real unique state of decomposition where it wasn't just, like, clearly a pile of muscle fibers from a decayed whale that someone yeah, didn't yeah. recognize i mean it makes sense too because you're you're dealing with like a spine right so like it, it all it all it's all interesting to me i think it's i think it's a pretty it's a pretty uh different sort of look it was fun oh also by the way about your uh your last episode my sister was texting me and um because she was doing some some art and she said it the not deer yeah the not deer and she said it turns out if you try to draw a not deer it just looks like you're really bad at drawing deer <laughs> i was like fucking fair oh that's that's upsettingly true ah <laughs> <sighs> uh, that's that's fucking hilarious she did some uh some some Jeff the Mongoose artwork for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was is rad. And then she did oh god. She did she um she she got an app and mm -hmm. it's like an AI app that she tries to like use for like prompts to like come up with what things would just to give her ideas. So she had like some goblins and stuff and then she has um I don't know if this will come out. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Is that uh, Barack Obama kissing himself? That is two Barack Obamas kissing each other under a bat. Okay, cool. That's that's what I thought it was. I just... Cool. So she... And then she just... After that, she just texted, I think I need to take a break now. Because she was just issuing just so many prompts to see what AI would draw. Uh, oh, no. <sighs> there's a there's a weird commercial on uh -huh. uh, hulu now that totally looks like an ai made the person i can believe it I, i'm sure there's a bunch of shitty commercials and stuff out now with the um especially with the writer's strike and all that going on i'm sure there's going to be a like just clearly co 
commercials that are 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 different and you can't tell why they're different but you're like this is just not a normal commercial <laughs> yeah all right um anyways i think that's the episode right yep that's it Okay, uh, so as always, if you enjoyed us, uh, our website is CryptopediaCast.com, our Instagram is at CryptopediaCast, our Twitter is at CryptopediaCast, email is CryptopediaCast at gmail.com. I also refuse to call it X, um, because uh, uh, if <laughs> there's a dollop episode on Elon Musk, and it's fucking hilarious. Did I, I don't even know if I heard that. I have to, I, I've been in... It just released. It literally just released. It's got Karen Kilgareth on it. Oh, it's very great. Good. It's very good. I, I, I very much recommend it. She's in, hilarious. Uh, uh, Book World for too long. I have, I have to listen to a, a podcast. That's going to be great. I, yeah, that, oh. Um, we also have a Patreon, which I just realized I need to, like, disperse to pay bills uh, for the podcast. Um, uh, and we have some some jackalopes that we want to thank. Uh, we got Will Smith. Bushcraft Kelso, Lemon Sharp, Bird Schneider, Marty Von Party, and Clay Sinclair. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh, you could also, if you want, fucking review and rate us on the things, on the apps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think I pissed someone off a little too much, and they like dropped our like, i i think i made some people angry on on uh twitter back when it was still twitter that's um, fine i mean i have a um a yec episode i'm working on um that i'm excited to share with you and we might have that opportunity again <laughs> interesting this will be this will be a interesting uh wrinkle to the historical young earth creationism uh it's if it was it, it it's it's this one is also going to fall into the pseudo archaeology realm. I mean, most most young Earth creationist shit turns into pseudo archaeology. Like, but this ain't no dinosaur. That this ain't no dinosaur. I mean, That's that that was kind of that was kind of what happened with uh what call it the um the Newark stones. Yeah, the right? New the Newark Holy stones. Yeah, so I found like that, that was. Another... That was some pseudo archaeology bullshit. Yeah, I, I found another pseudo archaeology esque uh, 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 thing that I wanted to take a stab at, and uh, it, it's it's going to be a fun one in the same similar vein to newer Collie Stones, but um, way funnier, like way way funnier. Like it, it's you'll find out when I when I finish writing it. it it's there, there's there's I I hit out the, the it's going to be dumb. My my episode right now is I just hit. And bullet, I, I wrote bullet points for like the order in which I want the story to go, and mm -hmm. definitely omitting certain information at the top because when it all comes in in the back end, it's it's so good. Once you like get the full picture, it's very funny. Um, and you can send us monster monster uh, 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 requests and stories. Uh, uh, and also, we got merch. You want socks? And you can actually use it now. I'm not sure to what extent uh, I broke things by accident, but there was a there was a checkbox that wasn't checked for a little bit, and I had to go and log in and check the box. So, like, it probably works, but also if you had an issue or something, if you try again, it might work now because I checked the box. It's there's a lot of menus. <laughs> we we have we have jobs that involve uh technology literacy i just want to point out 
we do but also like when i'm doing my job i also not like writing about a fucking dead whale and having a beer (laughs) (laughs) you're not i could have sworn that was your job description yeah exactly i uh i'm 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 the company's dead whale historian um it's a very oh. important role. Every company should have one, and if your company doesn't have one, they're fucking up. In a uh, 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 so, did you hear about the F thirty five? That's very funny. N- no, they, we lost a jet. There was an F thirty five over South Carolina, and the pilot hit autopilot and then ejected. And then they were just what? like, "We lost our F 35 And I was like, "That shit's so fucking expensive." <laughs> what how <laughs> like of any of everything you do like at least put a fucking apple air tag on it right you, you, like, got... <laughs> what it's it's there's a lot of tech on it i've, I, I've... Ha- not the f-35 but a different unnamed f model i've done a little bit of work on and <laughs> there's a lot of technology there <laughs> they lost the how fucking we... jet hit autopilot and fucking ejected oh they found some like Wait. parts crashed like the ocean or whatever what also autopilot's how? not like autopilot it's more like if you put your car in like cruise yeah it control. just like keeps it level yeah. right it's it's and cruise like... control it's autopilot yeah. just sounds way cooler um yeah and then earlier today i just heard the 911 call because <laughs> he landed in someone's backyard and like this guy is like uh yeah he's like yeah can we get an ambulance here and they're like yeah what for he's like well there's a pilot and he just landed in my backyard and then he's on speakerphone and they're like how old is he the pilot's like i'm 47 (laughs) he's totally fine he had a parachute he's fucking oh god uh, it was funny. You can find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com. And our Twitter uh, is at CryptoBrandon and at Heinz Canada, I guess. Is that still alive? It's alive. I haven't done anything with it yet. It's alive. It's, it's, All right. I haven't, I haven't, ever since it got purged, I haven't uh, been super big into doing the Heinz Canada stuff. But shout out, Heinz. <laughs> thanks for giving me all the resources to make a fake account because you have a uh, historical advertisements portion of your website so i would do throwback thursdays and just go to old old timey heinz ads <laughs> anywho i'm on instagram at me 2057 my twitter is at jf dunham my website is johndunhamgames.com and my email is john at cryptopediacast.com our art was done by tom hill you could find him on instagram at thomas michael hill his website is greater glory go greatergloryco.com and tommykill.com and his email is tommykill at gmail.com um i'm gonna go have some food and hope that i don't uh die from grease overload so uh as always i'm john i'm brandon and uh things are gonna get weird (laughs) 